0: So, I don't know if you know this, but we've been in a good series called Forward. Amen. Amen. We're not moving backwards, we're moving forward. We're moving into 2024 with great anticipation, a great expectation of his faithfulness being seen and realized in our lives. And we took the, the name forward and F stood for faith, O stood for only on him. R stands for resting in Him. Amen. W stands no more worries. And then A stands for anticipation and expectation. And then last week we talked about redemptive revelation and we looked at the very important subject that we all need to embrace consistently and daily. That is a revelation of our right standing with God. So say it with me. I am, I am. the righteousness. Of God, of God. In, him. in Him. Now, this morning, we're going to take a last look at the letter D. And what I want to entitle this today is Daily Dominion. Look at your neighbor and say, Daily Dominion. Daily. In other words, Dominion must be exercised daily if we're going to move forward. If we don't become skillful in exercising our Dominion, we'll either stay the same or we will go backwards. Now, understand this. In the book of Psalms, chapter 8, it says in verse 4, What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him. I like that, don't you? He is mindful of us. So, since we are in his thoughts, should, should he not be in our thoughts? He should be in ours. He should be on our mind at all times. You know, if you get him on your mind, you won't be concerned about what other people think of you. The most important thing is, what does God think about you? How does God see you? What does God call you? And when he thinks of you, he thinks of you with a purpose in mind. Amen? He's just not, you know, blatantly or, you know, Oh, okay, there's Pastor Tom, I'm thinking about him today. No, he sees you in your situation. He knows what you're going through and he is ever, ever uh, ready to meet your needs. So he's assessing as he's thinking about you, how he can take care of you. Amen? Amen. And then I like this phrase. He says, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him. Amen. Because we are in his thoughts, he visits us. Did he not visit us this morning in praise and worship? Is he not visiting us right now through his word and by his spirit? I believe because God loves you so much, you can expect daily visits and daily abiding in him. Now, verse 5 says, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Now, the word angels there literally in the Hebrew is Elohim. Think about that. God did that. What this is literally saying, he has made man in his image and in his likeness, and he has made us just a little lower than him. God did that. That was something that was not self-asserted. God chose to make you in his likeness and his image. Amen. And then the Bible says, he crowned us, praise the Lord, with what? With glory and with honor. Now you'll notice then, a crown is worn on the head of man. And I believe this, this crown of glory should be an absolute reminder of us of the dominion that he has given to us. And in verse 6 it says, Thou made him. I like that. Just as you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, God made you to have dominion. He did not intend for any of us at any time to be dominated. He made you and I for dominion. Oh, glory to God. I like that. Amen. To dominate and not be dominated. Now, the truth of the matter is this. We will either dominate or we will be dominated. This dominion is a part of our inheritance. Amen. Now, one thing we need to understand is the benefits and the realization, or if you will, the manifestation of our inheritance hinges on the flow of dominion in our lives. Now, what do you mean by that? It's very difficult to walk in divine health or walk in divine joy or walk in divine prosperity if we're not walking in the dominion that he intended us to walk in. Because if we don't rise up when these things come against us, then we will just have a ke Sarah attitude. You know, God is in control. We will have a no-fault religion. Whatever will be, will be. No, no, no. There are more things in your control than you realize. And we're going to discuss that this morning. Say with me, I'm I'm created for dominion. And so this dominion must be in place on a daily basis. Everyone say, daily dominion. dominion. And we need to be skillful in it. Now, when God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, he raised him up far above all power, all principality, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Would you agree with that? He was raised far above... And when he raised him far above, when you got born again, you also were raised far above. So I just got to say this this morning. When Jesus defeated principalities and powers, he granted unto you an eternal redemption. Notice with me in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 12. Let's read it together. Ready, read. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place having obtained what? He obtained an eternal redemption for you. Jimmy, you and I have been eternally redeemed. We don't have to try to get redeemed in Him in whom we have redemption even the blood of Jesus bringing the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. He obtained it for you. He obtained it for me. One translation says it this way. He, Jesus, secured a complete redemption and everlasting release for us, securing our permanent deliverance. Amen. So here's what I have. He rescued us. He redeemed us. He restored us. And he raised us. Oh, hallelujah. That's something to get happy about today. Ephesians 2 6 in the Amplified says this, and he raised us up together with him and made us sit down together, giving us joint seating with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! We have joint seating with him. And the seat that we sit on in Ephesians 2 6, it is a seat of dominion, it is a seat of authority. And it's something that Brother Hagin said to me many, many years ago, the first time he really preached in our church. He was staying down at the Holiday Inn over there by the Oakland Coliseum at the time. The Holiday Inn doesn't doesn't exist anymore. But Brenda and Aretha and Mrs. Hagin went out shopping, and I had the responsibility of to go get Brother Hagin some coffee cake and fellowship with him in the morning. That's a pretty good responsibility. I mean, the leading prophet of the Lamb. And so I went into his suite and talked with him and he pointed at me and you could just see the twinkle in his eye. You could see the authority and the dominion of his eyes. He said, Mark, he says, I dare say we have not yet tapped in to all the authority that we have in Christ Jesus. In other words, what he was saying, thank God for what we know, but there's more to know. Thank God for what we've exercised, but there's more to be exercised. Glory to God. And since then, I've been on a search. How about you? I've been on a search to know more about this authority and to know more about this dominion. How much more should we be exercising dominion and authority in today's world than ever before? Darkness on the right, darkness on the left, darkness in front of us, darkness coming through the media. But oh, thank God, the word of God says that we are to arise and we are to shine for the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. Part of the glory of the Lord that is risen upon us is the glorious church rising up in dominion, rising up in authority and just not taking anything that the devil brings to our table. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank God for men that knew a lot about authority. If you've not read The Authority of the Believer by Kenneth E. Hagin, you need to read it. Lester Sumrall was a mighty man of God. He walked in dominion. He walked to a degree of authority that not many men in this day have walked in. I mean, he was so strong in the Lord, he was overseas one time and they were having a great meeting and a lot of pastors were there and a young pastor had just gotten married and his wife had these awful migraine headaches I mean it was to the degree where she would literally sit on the bed and she would scream out in pain to the degree where they thought she might have to be hospitalized and they told Dr. Sumrall about it and Dr. Sumrall said where is she Dr. Sumrall went up to the hotel room where the pastor and his wife were and immediately when the door was open that headache left. He didn't even have to go in there to pray for her. There was such an anointing and such a creative dominion upon him. The sickness and disease left at the very presence of a man of God who is filled with the power of God and filled with the anointing of God. And that man is you. And that man is me. And that woman is you. And that woman is me. Because these are the last days. Cultic powers are rising up. But let the church arise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let every enemy of ours be scattered. Woo! Glory to God. Thank God. Daily dominion. Billy Brim says you ought to wake up every morning ruling and reigning over demonic spirits because they're out there. Trying to harass you, trying to distract you, trying to make you sick, trying to make you poor. So rise up, children of God. Rise up in the name of Jesus. Rise up with the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth, it is loosed in heaven. Glory to God. Everyone say daily dominion, daily dominion, daily dominion. You try that 10 times, you might just start talking in tongues. I don't know. So we've been given kingdom and dominion. Jesus said in Luke twelve thirty two, do not be seized with alarm. Do not be struck with fear, little flock, for it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Young said it like this. Fear not, little flock, because your father did delight to give you the rain. This is speaking of royal authority, kingdom, dominion. We looked at it last week in Romans five seventeen. In the Amplified, it says this. For about one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more surely those who receive God's overflowing grace and the abundance, hallelujah, God's overflowing grace and merit of favor and the free gift of righteousness, putting them into right standing with God, they shall do what? Rain. Come on, guys. Reign as what? Reign as king's Win when? when we get to heaven. I mean, when we all get to heaven. No, thank God. I'm singing and I'm shouting the victory here on earth. Like Ray Jean Wilson sings, I'm just warming up. How about you? I'm just warming up. I'm just warming up. I'm just warming up for that meeting in the sky. And we know that the enemy walks about as a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. But you're a child of God. You're a king's kid. He's the king of kings. But you're one of the kings that he's a king of. You are a may not. Sometimes you need to just stomp your foot down and say, you may not devour me. You may not devour my children. You may not devour our school system. You may not devour our government. You may not devour our nation. You may not devour my mind. I'm a child of God and I resist you steadfast with my faith. Woo! Glory to God. Faith is the victory. Faith is not the defeat that is weakened by the world system. But faith is the victory that overcometh the world. Amen. Yes. There are some things out there to overcome, but you already are in Christ and you be an overcomer. Yes. Say of I, I am an overcomer <laughs> and I overcome I by the blood of the lamb blood. and by the word of my testimony. Revelation 5.10 says this in the Amplified. And you have made them a kingdom, a royal race, and priests to our God. And they shall reign as kings over the earth. So as a child of the king, you are to sit in your seat of authority. We are to rule and to reign from that position. And one way that we rule and reign is with our words. For where the word of the king is, there is power that is released. Job said it like this, twenty-two, twenty-eight. Thou shalt decree a thing. In other words, you shall declare the decree. You shall say what God says, and it will be established unto you. And the light of favor shall shine upon your ways. And so Jesus is the head, we're the body. And so that dominion is exercised through the body of Christ. Jesus said something so awesome that I think we need to rehearse and we need to get a hold of. Brenda did a beautiful job on Wednesday night talking about this verse. It's found in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 19. And when we read this together, I want you to know that you are the understood subject of this phrase that Jesus and this edict that Jesus gave us. Let's read it together. And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Notice what it doesn't say. And whatever God binds on earth. It does not say whatever God shall loose on earth. No, no. You are the one that have the authority and the dominion of binding and loosing. What does this mean? What this means is when you exercise dominion, heaven backs you up. Woo! Glory to God. I just hope today that the offensive line is going to back up our quarterback. I just hope, praise God, that they're at their full potential today. They've got backup for Brock. I like that. Now that's a good message. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about whatever you bind on earth, whatever you loose on earth. It's loosed in heaven. Amen. Are there some things that need to be bound? Are there some things that need to be loosed? And the responsibility is ours. For keys denote the right of use. Keys denote the privilege of access. And keys denote the privilege of control. He has placed so much in our control. There's so many things we can do something about, especially when it comes to your life. Especially when it comes to your job. Especially when it comes to your schools, where your children attend. You've got authority. You've got a right to take the name of Jesus. You've got... Whoa, I better not break this. You've got a right to plead the blood of Jesus. The enemy does not want you to believe this. He does not want you to believe this. But oh, say of me, I have the keys. I can bind. I can stop. I can shut things down. And I can loose. I can set things in motion. With the word of God. And the name of Jesus. So every test that you face. Every time that the enemy pops up his head. We must have a consciousness that he is a defeated foe. When he shows up, understand this, that you are not dealing with a winner, you are dealing with a loser. Jesus whipped that turkey in his own backyard, he spoiled principalities and powers, and he made a show of them openly. And he triumphed over them in it. He made a public display of Satan and all of his cohorts. And he rose from the dead and he said, All hell, I have the keys of heaven and of earth. And all authority is given unto me. Now therefore, go ye into all the world. And change your world. And change your situation. Woo, glory, to God. glory to God. So we're not here trying to defeat the enemy we're simply enforcing his defeat so i want to share a scripture with you in romans 6 14 it says this for sin shall not have dominion over you this is an area that we have dominion over whatever you've yielded to in the past you do not have to yield to again because first john 1 9 covers your case And the blood of Jesus removes all your transgressions as far as the east is from the west. So as far as you are concerned, your sins are a thing of the past. It has no dominion over you. It has no authority over you. You have dominion over it. When it knocks on the door, just don't answer it. When it knocks again on the door, answer it with the word of God. Sin is under our feet. What other areas do we have dominion over? We could read it like this. For sickness shall not have dominion over you. For sickness shall not have dominion over you. How about this one? Lack shall not have dominion over you. I said lack shall not have dominion over you. You're rich. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're the head, not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You are not the poor trying to get rich. Praise God. You're the rich and Satan's just trying to make you poor. I lost a few of you on that. Rich is not a cuss word. Rich is a Bible word. It means having a full supply. It means not just having enough, but it means having more than, more than enough. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was so very rich, he became so very poor, so that you through his poverty might be rich. Amen. Now these riches that he give us, gives us is for a full supply, but it is also for the spread of his covenant throughout the earth. In Genesis chapter 1 in verse 28, and you can pull that up in the Amplified version, notice this with me. This is talking about dominion. It says, And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And what? That's dominion. Now notice this. Using all of its vast resources. There are vast resources in the earth. I wish I had a friend up here. I don't know. Come on, it's only 10:53. Relax. The Super Bowl doesn't start till 3:30. You're going to get your hot dog, your bratwurst, whatever it is. Whatever it might be. But notice with me. Subdue it. Using all of its vast resources for what? In the service of God folks we're not saved to sit we're not saved to hoard we're saved to serve these vast resources in the earth are for us to possess to receive and to distribute hallelujah throughout the whole world so that Jesus can come back soon and very soon I like that and so part of our dominion is not putting up with lack Part of our dominion is not limiting ourselves to our paycheck or our job. God is rich. He's beyond the ordinary. He is supernatural. And all He, what am I doing behind this? And all, <laughs> and all, <laughs> and all that He's looking for is some people that will believe Him always looking for some people that will say, okay, it's mine. I'm going to take it from the world system in the name of Jesus. I'm going to cooperate with the laws of giving and receiving. And today I am a receiver. I am a believer. And when I receive, praise God, I'm going to sow my seed. I'll be well taken care of, and I can take care of other people. Woo, hallelujah. Distributors. That's you. And that's me. Amen. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For sickness shall not have dominion over you. For lack shall not have dominion over you. For sadness shall no longer have dominion. Come on over you. For loneliness shall no longer have dominion over you. Hey, he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He said, I will never leave you. Come on. I will never forsake you. I've got my hand on you. My grip does not slip. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm for you. I'm with you. I'm on your side. That'll brighten your day up right there. Woo, glory to God. I said that'll brighten your day up right there. No more down days. No more sad days. No more feeling sorry for ourselves days. Now, in the natural world, nothing will ever be perfect. But we carry our own perfection. Perfection. We carry our own peace. We carry our own joy. So when we come up to a situation that's on the outside, no problem, greater is he that is in me on the inside than he that's coming against me on the outside. Amen. Glory to God. How many folks know that the greater one lives in you? Hallelujah. And then I must say this. We must take dominion over the onslaughts of the enemy that would come against our marriages we must take our authority and our dominion that would come against our friendships and our relationships now understand this we have been married for almost 46 years right is that right well it's not almost it's reality 46 it'll be 47 but as nice as Brenda is and I'm a pretty nice guy we've had some opportunities for disagreements we've had some opportunities for strife and whenever strife shows up in our home it's not pretty and usually the instigator of strife is not Brenda it's usually me You see, where strife and confusion is, there is every evil work. Right? And it might just be, you know, a nickel and dime thing. About, she wanted to go in and out, I want to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> in and out it is. We're going to go in, we're going to go out, quick. Just little stupid stuff. best thing you can do is rise up and say not in this home not in this relationship not in this friendship we're not having strife here and so what times you got to do is you got to sit down and talk it out and make sure you don't raise your voice when you're talking it out because a soft answer what does it do a soft answer turns away wrath amen so it behooves us to pray much in the Holy Spirit over our relationships our friendship and our marriage Because when you pray in the Holy Ghost, it'll keep strife outside and it'll keep the love of God burning like a flame in your marriage. Is that okay with you today? Woo, glory to God. Another area that we have dominion over is our mind. Say with me, my mind is my mind. I'm never going to lose my mind. I have the mind of Christ. I have a sound mind. He's making me of a quick understanding. Folks, you are controlling. You are in control of your mind. Your feelings don't control you. You can get a grip on your mind and your emotions. And I believe the number one way that we can do that is just keeping our mind on him and off of other things. What did he say in Isaiah 26, 3? I will keep him in what? Perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Amen. Man, you guys listen so good. Woo! Glory to God. Let's take a praise break right now. (laughs) Glory to God. Yeah, but she's wrong and I'm right. No, 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 no. He's right. I said, he's right. And he will show you how to have a peaceable relationship, even though there's disagreement. How many of you know that you can disagree without being disagreeable? And it takes a real man of God or a woman of God to say, okay, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to enter in there. We may not agree, but we are not going to let this junk in our house. I said, we're not going to let this junk in our house. Because where strife is, there's confusion and every evil work. Strife opens up the door for sickness and disease. Strife opens up the door for poverty and lack. Oh, but thank God, we're lovers. Amen. Say with me, I'm walking in love. I'm walking in the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I got peace like a river. <laughs> I got joy like a fountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it when Sabrina steps out and sings. Isn't that good stuff? Yeah. Woo! And Michelle, awesome. Now, this verse of scripture, you've got to see it. You've got to see this. It's over in the book of James, and it's chapter 4. And it's verse 7. Everyone say we're walking in, we're walking in. Daily, dominion. daily dominion. Amen. Daily authority. Now, notice this with me. In James, the fourth chapter, in the seventh verse, and we want to keep this verse up here because we want to talk about it for a few moments. Notice with me, it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to who? God. To God. And then the next part is what? Resist the devil. So there's two instructions there, right? Number one, submit. Number two, resist. And look at what the result is. And he will flee from you. Who will flee from you? The devil will flee from you. Now let's talk about this a moment. Two instructions. But if we want the result of him fleeing from us, we must not only use our authority in our resistance where he's concerned, but we also must submit to God. Notice that verse again. Read it with me. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Put your hand over your heart and say, I submit myself to my heavenly Father. And I resist the devil, And he must flee flee. from from me. One person said this years ago, and it just is so strong in my spirit concerning the word submit. If we're not submitted to God, the enemy will not submit to us. In other words, if we're not submitted to God, when you resist him, he just stays there. Another way we could say it is this way. If you're yielding to the enemy, don't expect the enemy to yield to you. The organ just got quieter. Let me say it again. If you're yielding to the enemy, don't expect him to yield to you. So now what this does is this begs a very big question. If God tells us to submit ourselves to Him, then we need to ask ourselves, what does it mean for me to submit my life to God? What does that mean? Well, the first thing it means is we submit to His Word. We submit to His Word. In other words, whatever His Word says, it's done. Why? Because this Word, it's final authority. This Word is alive. It's spirit and it is life. And when I get into it, that word which is spirit and life gets down into my spirit. But it can get into your heart and stay in your heart unless you do something about it. See, the Bible does not ever say, but be hearers of the word only. It says, be doers of the word. Amen. And not hearers only. So in the importance of acting on what you hear and doing it is actually a part of you submitting to God. So God says, walk in love, and you're a nasty boy. Uh-uh, that's not being submitted to God. Number two, what else does it mean? Well, it means submit, I like this one, submit to His plan for your life. God's got a plan for your life. I'm going to say that again. God's got a plan for your life. He does? Yes, He does. How come I don't know what that plan is? It might be because you've never asked Him. I'm not saying that's the case. But that's the case many times. People just go aimlessly through life. They're 9 to 5. Five days a week working, going to church on Sunday, doing the lawn on Saturday. And those things are good. There's nothing wrong with that. But we must stop sometimes and ask ourselves, God, what is your perfect plan? What are you saying to me? What are you dealing with me about? I'm telling you, he's dealing with all of us about something. And we need to ask him, what are you dealing with me about? You know what he's dealing with you about. You know. I said, you know. He deals with us about certain things. And he uh, requires a response of obedience. He requires a response of submission. Whatever he says unto you, you must do. Whatever he says to Pastor Mark and Pastor Tom, Pastor Brendan, Pastor Nancy, whatever he says to you and to us, we must do. Because it is the doers that are blessed in their doing. Many times people wondering are wondering, well, why hasn't this happened yet? Why is it taking so long? It might be that there's an area of your life that you've left unsubmitted. It's not that God doesn't want to do it for you. He can't do it for you in terms of where you are at in your arena of disobedience. Oh. But if you be willing. I said. If you be willing. And obedient. You're going to eat something. You're going to eat the good of the land. You're going to wear the good of the land. You're going to walk in the good of the land. You're going to live in the good of the land. You're going to drive in the good of the land. But it requires. Willingness. And it requires obedience. See. God is looking. For willing hearts. God is looking for people will, to take, will take his correction, not his condemnation. How I many of you know God never condemns us? But he does convict us. And that's why he's put the Holy Spirit in our lives. He will convict us. And oftentimes in that conviction, there comes a correction. And in that correction, it's up to us to make the adjustment to what he's correcting us about. That, in a nutshell, is basically submitting to him. I'm submitting to you. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. hallelujah. What does it mean to submit to him? Whatever his word says, whatever he's dealing with us about, whatever his plan for our life is, our confession is, yes, Lord. Amen. Got real quiet up in here. Our response is, yes, Lord yes Lord and yes 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 amen right Jimmy yes 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 Lord yes your will be done in my life now why is this so important to God I'll tell you why because your dominion flows from him it's important to him because your dominion flows from him His dominion will work fully in your life when you're fully submitted to Him. I ask you a question this morning. Is it worth your while and worth your time to say, yes, Lord, yes. Yes. Not my will, Lord, but Thy will be done. I submit on bended knee to the perfect will and to the perfect plan of God. Now listen to this statement. To the degree that we submit to Him, is the degree that our dominion will work. Mighty mighty quiet in this Baptist church. Say it again. To the degree that I submit to him. I'll personalize that. Point to yourself and say this. To the degree degree. that I submit to him him. is the the degree that my dominion will work great submission great dominion little submission little dominion this is answering some questions for many of you here this morning because he's been waiting on you because you've been on his mind Because He's got some things for you on the other side of the door that He's requiring you to go through. You see, He sees the end from the beginning. And His ending for our lives is always good. His ending for our life, His plan for our life is always awesome. But you're getting some answers today. You're getting some answers when we're talking about submitting to Him. Somebody says, Pastor Mark, I don't know how to do that. Yes, you do. If you know how to get up in the morning, you know how to submit to God. Well, how do I do it? Get alone with Him. Turn that television off. Turn those devices off. I'm not talking about being a hermit. I'm talking about you and I. We're the branches. We're the branches, and he's he's the vine. The life flows through the vine, and if you abide in him. And live vitally connected to Him. If you come into union and communion with the vine, He will keep your life in line. Amen. He'll show you what you need to see. He'll reveal to you what needs to be revealed to you. I say unto you, submit yourself to God. And then when you resist the devil, (laughs) he has no choice. I said, he has no choice. He will flee from you. The Amplified says, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. The Weast translation says, stand immovable against the onset of the enemy. Resist the devil, and he will run from you as in terror. Woo, glory to God. Well, I've done it again. I preach myself happy. (laughs) We need to be exercising (coughs) daily dominion. Yeah. Daily dominion. Glory to God. Daily authority. Not waiting for something to happen. Rising up in the name of Jesus on a good day, on a sunny day, on a rainy day, on a snowy day, on a hurricane day, on a tornado day. Rise up every morning and rule and reign in the name of Jesus. And rule and reign with the authority that God has placed in your hand. Woo, glory to God. Stand up, everybody. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's do that right now. I'm going to have Brenda come. We're going to pray over you before we receive the offering. Lift a hand toward heaven. How many of you say, I receive it today? I receive the word of the Lord this morning. Woo, glory to God. I am a believer and I am a receiver. Oh, Lord, let's, let's take authority right now. Say it with me together real strong. Jesus, Jesus you, gave you gave me authority
1: to use your name. To use your You've name. given
0: me the keys of the kingdom. You've
1: given me the keys
0: of You the said, kingdom, whatever I bind on earth you said is bound in heaven. Is bound Therefore, in, heaven. in the name. Therefore, in the name.
1: Therefore, in the, Therefore
0: the, name. In the name. Therefore, in the Therefore name. In the name. Therefore in the, the name, name above every name. I bind the principalities. I bind bind the powers. I bind bind the rulers of the darkness of this world. I bind you, devil. And I cast down
1: spiritual
0: wickedness 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 in high places. places. Now stomp your foot and say this with me. And I render you harmless and and ineffective ineffective against against me. my family, my family, my body, my, my mind, mind my, my, finances, my finances, my church, my, my, nation, my in nation. In the name of name Jesus. Jesus.
1: Thank glory you, to God. Thank glory you, Lord. To God. Glory. Glory, glory to God. Glory <laughs> to God. Glory <laughs> to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank,
0: you Lord. Thank, Thank you, Lord. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Lord. And somebody needs to double up on that against things coming against your body. In the name of Jesus right yeah. now. Oh, we that was a powerful word. Powerful confession. But if you're dealing with any kind of symptoms in your body, you if you can, place your hand on that part of your body that is a, a being attacked. And right now, we curse sickness and disease in the name above every name. Lord, we thank you that there is agreement right now in this household of faith and your word says one will put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand so we lock our shields of faith together right now and we use our God given authority and we lift our voices up as one voice and declare this right now in Jesus name sickness and disease You got to go. In Jesus' name, in our God given authority, we command you to leave our bodies and the bodies of our friends, of our church family. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Spirit of the Lord Lord just brought this to me. Thank you, Jesus. These words,
0: it's up to you. It's up to you.
1: Yeah.
0: It's up to you. Mm
1: -hmm. It's
0: up to you. Thank you,
1: Jesus.
0: For he said in his word, if your right hand offends you, cut it off. If your eye offends you, pluck it out. Now that's figuratively speaking, but the truth is this, whatever's hindered you, yeah. whatever's kept you in the same place, whatever's kept you going backwards instead of forwards, yeah. you need to do everything that you can within your power to cut it off. Yes. Sometimes that means relationships. Now I'm not telling you to leave your wife or leave your husband. <laughs> But you know the kind of friends yeah, come on. that honk in front of your house on a Saturday night. Those are seducing spirits. That's right. Cut it off.
1: Cut it off.
0: I remember way back in the 70s when I made Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of my life, I had old friends that I used to drug, do drugs with, sell drugs with. And a lot of other stuff. And after I was born again, I would visit them now and then. But it was never a visit that edified or put anything into me. Rather, it became a temptation to me to fall back. Oh yeah, I was born again. Thoroughly filled with the Holy Ghost on my way to heaven. But understand this. That the enemy doesn't like the fact that you're a child of God. Because he knows Mm -hmm. how dangerous you are to him. So whatever is offending you, I don't know what it may be. I'm not here. I'm not the Holy Ghost. Mm -mm. But whatever you need to cut off, whatever is holding you back and holding you down, get rid of it.
1: Get rid of it.
0: I'm telling you right now, it ain't worth it. It's not worth it. That's right. And he says, if your eye offends you, you pluck it out. If what you're looking at, if what you're seeing, if what you are viewing is offensive, come out. I said, come out. And so it's our responsibility. It's in your sphere of responsibility. I think we just need to pray about that right now. Thank you, Lord. Just pray in the Holy Ghost a moment. Yeah, yeah, I see it, Lord. Corrupt,
1: corrupt, corrupt
0: communications. Corrupt communication. Words, words, words. Cut off all the strife cut off all of the judgment cut off all the being, being critical about this person and that person cut it, off. cut it off pluck it out, pull it out take authority over it and declare as for me and my house as for me and my body as for me and my mind I offer myself a sacrifice I present my whole being unto you Spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. For my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Is the
1: temple of the Holy Ghost.
0: And so I purpose in my heart to cut off all things,
1: off all things that have
0: hindered me in the past.
1: Have hindered me in the past.
0: I hear this in my spirit. It's a new day. It's a new season. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to look at yourself in the mirror down the road, and you're going to say it's a new me. Ooh, Glory, to God. To God. Now, Glory to God! I'm now. I'm going places. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go places that I've been wanting to go to for years. Because no more bondage for me. No, no more, more yielding to the enemy for me. Today's a new day. Raise up both hands and say, "I submit myself to God." I
1: submit myself completely to God. and fully.
0: Completely
1: and fully.
0: Amen. And that's a happy day for you. Amen. Come on, let's get happy in the house. Praise uh-huh. the Lord. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Glory to God.